Hello and welcome to the Ice Guys, brought to you by the National Hockey Now Network. This is the show that takes you into the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a betting perspective. With pro sports handicappers, Ian Cameron, Alex B. Smith, and various guests from the world of hockey and sports betting. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by National Hockey Now. Monday, May 29th, Ian Cameron, Alex B. Smith, uh, and uh, we've got another great special guest joining us today, Charlie Soro on the show, pro hockey player playing over in Germany this past uh, season. Um, I want to say, first of all, uh, happy Memorial Day to everyone south of the border uh, in the United States. Uh, it's a holiday. I'm rocking, as you know, uh, the the Stars and Stripes. This is the shirt I wear every, I think, the last couple of years on this show on Memorial Day and July 4th. We do a show around that time. I've got the uh, American flag shirt uh, on uh, so there we go. Uh, it's my way of saying, you know, paying tribute to those in the States because I got a lot of friends south of the border, including my colleague here, uh, Alex, who I've done this show with for years. We wish everyone there a happy Memorial Day. And we wish, you know, the servicemen and women, you know, that allow us yes. to talk shit on a sports betting show and a hockey betting <laughs> show. They're the people that make it possible. They fight for our freedoms. They make it possible for us to talk hockey, Charlie to play hockey. And us to do the stuff we want to do day in, day out, 365 yeah. days a year. So to the fallen troops in the past, uh, rest in peace. And we thank them for everything they've done and the paying the ultimate sacrifice. And also the current men and women as well for serving, uh, not only in the U.S., but abroad and everything they do. Alex, uh, Memorial Day, it's important to acknowledge that. I mean, we should acknowledge that more often than we do, but we can at least take a minute to do that on Memorial Day. Absolutely. Like that, that's what the holiday is all about. And everybody's, you know, freaking out and, and, and partying and so forth. But you, know, you have to remember what this uh, weekend is truly about. So all the, the men and women, uh, those brave souls that lost their lives fighting for the country. And, and you know, like I said, it, it deserves to be honored and recognized and, and never forgotten. And uh, yeah, hopefully no more wars in the field. I'm, I'm skeptical of that, but, you know, I'm, I can always uh, hold out hope that uh, things will be better. Uh, the show is better because we've got another great guest with us here today charlie Soro. charlie welcome to the ice guys show how are things with you hey guys um things are pretty good uh busy summer up to now but uh like i said uh, earlier i'm pretty glad to be back home and uh, it's been uh it's been busy though yeah and you said you've been you're in the middle of a move right now you're moving to a new place uh, at the uh, moment here in your offices you're back in uh, canada now the ottawa area and i can imagine how busy that is uh, keeping you right now over the uh, summer months but uh let's talk about the uh, hockey uh, journey for you charlie obviously i remember when you played here in ontario in the sarnia sting uh, in the ontario hockey league i remember that because i watched junior hockey here in i'm watching the memorial cup right now uh, I try to watch as much hockey as possible, AHL, ECHL. I watched Newfoundland Growlers and Florida Everblades. I needed a hockey fix yesterday. That gave it to me, New, New, Newfoundland and Florida in the conference finals of the ECHL. Found it on my television, that game, and I watched it. I was into it. Uh, I watch as much hockey as I can, European hockey. Uh, and uh, So talk about your hockey journey uh, and plus where you played this past season. DEL2, German Second League, Ravensburg, Tower Stars. How cool of a name is that? Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, like uh, like you said, uh, started off uh, in the OHL in Ontario. Um, I started off actually in Kingston. Charlie, I got to interrupt you for a second. I I hear your audio is cutting, not cutting in and out, but it's a little warbly. So you okay. know, and uh, exit the studio and come back in. 
and that, okay. that should fix it. And also unplug your your head your earbuds as well. That might fix it as well. Good okay. stuff. All right, there we go. Hey, live tele not not live television, but live show, folks. Sometimes right. <laughs> got to work yeah, those things out. Definitely, yeah. I got to work those uh, things out. But uh, Alex, uh, as we wait for Charlie to get back here, um, yeah. just thoughts quickly on uh, the bet. Another great betcast Saturday night. Yeah. We thank everyone for joining us. It was an entertaining hockey game, and the Dallas Stars survived to live for another day. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it, it's just crazy to see this run uh, happen right now. It's, it's a, such a tough series to call, but it was a lot of fun. Did uh, cash some bets as well, so it's always great when, when we're having a good time and, and, and being profitable. It makes it uh, even more enjoyable, so definitely a, another fun bet cast for sure. All right, we got our guest back. Charlie, let's see how you sound now. Sound good. Oh, you're muted now. No audio. There we go. Okay. Oh, he says, I'm just checking it. He's not got his mic muted. Check your settings at the bottom and click on audio, and we'll see what your mic setting is right now. Uh, and uh, that might do the trick because right now is yeah, – because his mic was not muted when we couldn't hear him a moment ago. So there you go. Hey, well, it does happen every now and then, yeah? yeah. The, the beauty of technology. Yeah. How about now? No, we still can't hear him. God damn it. What's happening here? Um, all right. I'll just check your settings and check the audio portion of it and see if uh, we've got the right microphone here. Uh, and we'll see. Yeah. We heard you a second ago. Yeah. So it was definitely uh, good there for a moment. Yeah. Check your audio settings and just uh, make sure you've got the uh, right uh, microphone, whatever it is, because whatever you're using to uh for your microphone yeah. which your microphone was good right at the beginning then the show started and it was uh warbly but uh we will uh clear that up but uh, charlie will check on that there ah uh, we yeah, got you yeah keep going is it better or is it echoey perfect no, it's good that's good perfect okay don't uh, move <laughs> freeze you're under arrest no i'm kidding you're not under arrest. Yeah, it's freeze because it's perfect there you go all right, Charlie, continue. Talk about the uh, Charlie Soro hockey life that it's been the last several years. Yeah. Um, been uh, So, like I said, I started off in Sarnia in the OHL. I got drafted there um, out of Toronto, originally from Ottawa. But my uh, I was uh, lucky enough that my parents let me move to Toronto because there wasn't much exposure in Ottawa at the time. We only had double-A uh, hockey. We didn't have any triple-A. So uh, my parents let me move into my grandparents' place in Toronto. And I uh, got drafted there, like I said, uh, to Kingston, played three years there. Uh, first three years were a little shaky for me. I was kind of a late bloomer. Uh, and then uh, I got traded to Sarnia, and that's where things kind of uh, unraveled for me uh, to have a chance at pro hockey, basically. Um, that year was the year that Alex Galchenyuk uh, tore his ACL in the OHL. And my coach came up to me and I was, you know, in a fourth year guys. And, and he was like, came up to me. He's like, Hey, like, what are we going to do here? Like, do we, do we get another center to play with Yakupov or can you get the job done? And I was like, well, give me a chance and let's see what happens. Right. <laughs> so, uh, Better than not giving of, you a chance, like throw me in there, coach, see what I, the fuck I can do. And exactly. Shot. Yeah. I, I hadn't really gotten off the like third or fourth line for those first three years. So I was like, well, you know, like, give me, give me a chance at it playing with some good players. So maybe we can make some magic happen. And then that year kind of was a breakout year for me. Um, I put up, I think 87 points and uh, 
ended up going to the Toronto Maple Leafs development camp and I had a pretty good camp. Uh, I remember sitting in there and they told me like, yeah, you had a good camp and you had a good year, but um, we want to know if it was luck or just, you know, like kind of like something like that. So uh, I was like, all right, well, then, like, let's see what I can do next year. And uh, the next year after that, I, uh, I was playing with uh, Reed Boucher, who's uh, played also in the NHL and I think he's yep. over in, in Europe now. Um, uh, so, uh, we, we put up some good numbers. I think, uh, Bush had, uh, beat Stamkos's numbers and, and, uh, I put up 108 points that year and then ended up signing with the ducks on an entry level. So that was, uh, some pretty exciting stuff and kind of like, uh, like I said, good for a uh, late bloomer story for those guys who, you know, don't end up panning out in the first three years. Sometimes it's not, uh, not, uh, not ready to throw the towel in yet. So that was, uh, it was good. And then, uh, yeah, played, uh, two and a half years in the American league with Anaheim ended up playing, uh, asking for a uh, trade. Things weren't really going the way I wanted them to. And uh, I went to Utah and, uh, put up some decent numbers there and, and talked to a couple guys and they were like, the way you play your game and, uh, with the ice down in Europe, you should definitely try to make your way out there try to get, uh, create some more space and time for you to make plays and stuff. So. Also not a big stat, stature guy, so I'm only like 5'10", so they were like, yeah, that, that might fit uh, fit your game better. And, and this is also at a time where, like, the game was also still in between where it was a lot of enforcers. And, uh, like, I was right at the end of it. Like, I remember my my line in, uh, in the American League at one point looking to my right and left, and I had... Uh, yeah, I had Zach McIntyre and, like, Zach... Uh, or not, Steve McIntyre and Zach Stortini, where I was, like... Uh, you know, just kind of getting out there. On, I remember uh, Zach Stortini, man. Yeah. Tough son of a bitch, yeah. that guy. Wow. He really was. Yeah, but yeah both of them were. Yeah. 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 McIntyre. So yeah. played with some real tough players. And I remember just being out there and taking a face off and being like, oh, I'm picking up gloves this shifts. And, you know, so it wasn't really hockey for me. And I was like, maybe it is better for me to go to Europe. And then, yeah, uh, now I've been in, uh, I've been in Europe for um, seven years pro. I think I've been a bit everywhere, Slovakia, Austria. I uh, played in Finland. I played uh, in Denmark. And uh, yeah, so now I'm in Germany. I've been, this is my fourth year in Germany. And uh, I really like it. And I'm my third year going back to the Ravensburg Tower Stars. And uh, and yeah, last year um, we won a championship there. So it was, uh, it was a really good year. That's right. A championship season as well. One that I bet on because we were just in the process of getting uh, Charlie inviting him on the show. And he mentioned that we're in the playoffs now. We'll have to wait till after that before I join the show. And sure enough, I'm, I'm starting to get, you know, I'm starting to, my betting mind is starting to, you know, operate and I'm starting to say, okay, how good's your team? How good is this one of these teams you're going to play in the finals? And then he said, ah, I think we've got the advantage. So I bet the team in the, uh, in the finals. And uh, sure enough, uh, Ravensburg, uh, the tower stars ended up getting the uh, job done and I cashed a bet in the process. So uh, it was, uh, it was great. So I, and I want to make it seem like I was cheering for you though. I truly was. <laughs> it wasn't all just about the money. I was cheering for you and the team as well. And I got asked too about how was the celebration? How long did the hangover last? Uh, all that good <laughs> shit. Uh, how did that go? Yeah, I mean uh, the celebrations were pretty intense. Guys, uh, German guys aren't uh, aren't shy to drink, so it was a lot of fun though. Uh, city was throw uh, a couple steins super... back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, a couple of Vicens and stuff like that. So it was, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a good feeling to to win at any level or anywhere, right? So it was. Uh, 
it was good. So we had a little parade in the city and uh, we had a couple nights in a row where the guys got after it. And uh, yeah, I think the, the hangover was a good, at my age, I mean, I know you said you were old at 31, the hangovers are starting to get two to three days for sure. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no doubt. Uh, talk about actually, before we get into the NHL stuff, uh, some of the players you like playing with the most, you threw out some names there earlier. I mean, Galchenyuk, Don Cherry always called him, by the way, at Del Chuckluck. That was one of the okay. most hilarious uh, <laughs> butchering of names that Don had many of them. That was one of the funniest ones, calling them that. But uh, some of the players you – I mean, we had Jordan Sandbrook with us last week, and he's throwing out the Radish brothers, Taylor Radish, uh, Dylan Strome. Uh, he's throwing out, talking about playing with Dylan Strome, talking about playing with a lot of really good players there. Anthony Sorelli, of course, Stanley Cup champion with the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. Who are the notables on your I've played with him list? Oh, I've played with him. Um, I mean, I would say, I would say Delchenko and Yagapov are right up there. Bush, Bush is also up there. I mean, he, he yep. he's a hell of a player. Um, it's more like who I've played against. Obviously, in the OHL, I've played against all the top players at, at my age time. It was like Duchesne, Tavares, like Subban, all those guys. So, um, Connor Murphy is on my was on my team in Sarnia, and he's still in the league, and he's uh, yeah. he's quite a player as well. With um, Alex's Blackhawks, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, so other than that, uh, nothing crazy in Europe. Most guys that come to Europe aren't that uh, big of names, but uh, still really good players. Uh, I, I got to give a shout out to my linemate that I've been with for three years, as uh, Sam Hare, who's uh, he was uh, the captain of uh, Ontario Reign for uh, two years there and he's a, uh, he's a hell of a player and I'm pumped to go back and play with him next year again. Um, but yeah, no, no real big names uh, in, in my league right now. So that mean, and I'm looking at the stats too, for you, uh, Charlie here with uh, Ravensburg here, even a point per game guy really in the, uh, the last couple of years, just about this year in particular, 48 points, 46 games with them. So you feel that your game now you're, you're at a place, you're at a level, you're at a, with a team, you're over in Europe on the, the size of the ice surface. All of that is coming together to put you in a spot where you feel you probably can be your most productive. Am I right? Yeah, no, exactly. I, I've kind of like the, the first year, if, if people do look at my stats, we'll see there's a, a big transition. I, I think I did uh, three three teams in that first year. It was, uh, was tough to get used to. I mean, just, just like I said, like just the new cultures and, and just getting used to the to how everything is done and, and, and the hockey as well. But, um, and then I kind of settled into stuff and started putting up some numbers and, and, uh, yeah, Robinsburg, I feel like I've really kind of found my stride, even at 31 where it's like, I feel comfortable there. Um, I'm used to the, uh, the surroundings and, um, yeah, I, I hope I can keep, you know, succeeding in that league. It's kind of, uh, it's kind of sad because the way that it works, uh, with our league, it, it, you have to put a bid in, uh, at the beginning of the year, which is I, I don't know I know I know the number is uh, north of five hundred thousand dollars to buy your license to have a chance at going up to the DL, which is the first league. So this year we won and, and we weren't one of the teams who had put their bid in to actually go up. So we, we promotion and, like Premier it, League it, type of thing. Exactly, yeah. it, it, it works like that. So there's a team coming down and a team going up, and uh, this right. year we could have been the team going up and known we'd, uh, we'd uh, been this good. But uh, to be honest, after our, our preseason, uh, I think we went one and six. We, I didn't even think we were going to make the playoffs. So 
I was like, damn, we're, we're in for one this year. And so uh, it's a little sad that we didn't get to put our foot in and, and move up to the first league and see what uh, what we could do, what kind of damage we could do. There's some big names in that league for sure. And a lot of good players come out of that league. Uh, um, and a lot of top German guys like Sider and all those guys will have usually played in the DL, you know. Uh, so it would have been interesting to go there. But um, who knows, maybe we buy our, our... I know it's been in the talks that Ravensburg will buy their license soon and we can go up. Uh, last year we had... Uh, Frankfurt go up the team we actually lost in finals and they kind of finished middle of the pack and, and did pretty well. So it was cool to see. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I, I kind of like that about the, the European way of going about a soccer and the hockey leagues too, that uh, there's first league, second league, third league. There's some years where I think, gosh, can't this really, really good AHL team knock out one of these NHL teams and <laughs> send them yeah, down? Cool you know, that. can't that happen? Can't that happen to an Anaheim Ducks? Or no offense to I think it would be cool to see it would be cool to see the AHL and the ECHL operate like that because you yeah. have these great e- ECHL yeah. markets like Florida and Toledo that could you know, easily outdraw some AHL teams now. So, you know, if they were the ones to, to swap and get the AHL, affiliate, you know, they still would work with the same NHL affiliates, but just just flip-flop which, uh, you know, league they're in. I think that would be a kind of a cool concept. Yeah. That, yeah, would, no, be I, a, that would be very cool. Yeah. You know? And it could work. And, and could Charlie, work. I want to ask you, too, you played in Utah for a couple of years, and, you know, there's all this talk now about, you know, Arizona, the Coyotes staying there. Are they going to Houston? Are they going elsewhere? What do you think about Salt Lake City potentially uh, being a, a landing spot for NHL franchise? Um. Like as a city, Utah, I, I honestly love that it. it's beautiful and it's uh, it's really there's nothing to complain about there. Um, as a hockey market, uh, our rink was not that packed. We did have a very big rink for an East Coast team. We had the uh, you know like this the stadium they use for uh, the, the Olympics and right. stuff. So yeah. So and but I don't know. Maybe I, I maybe they would buy into that and and there would be a better market than you know the the other places they're offering, but. It's, 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 you know, they got a basketball team. So I know people, yeah. Americans are really into that stuff. So, but I mean, I feel like it can't get much worse at this point, wherever they decide to go. So it's, right. you know, just, just switch yeah. it up would be nice to see. It's uh that's of course, Utah, Houston, uh, there are a bunch or yeah, Houston, Utah, Kansas city. I mean, in terms of destinations where a certain Arizona coyotes franchise may move if indeed uh, you know long term they're not there uh there are a bunch of cities that are uh, in the mix um charlie let's get your thoughts on the playoffs let's let's more talk about the teams that are still in existence i mean we'll be here all day if we talk boston and what went wrong with them and toronto and what and to be honest with you i'm fucking sick and tired of talking toronto at this point i'm, I'm yeah. sick of it i mean we've talked and i've ranted and raved and ripped beliefs enough it's time to move on to let's talk teams that are still alive that still have a fucking chance to win the stanley cup let's talk florida the team that is going to be in the Stanley Cup final from the East. What do you make, Charlie, of that team? What a run they've been on. Yeah, no, that team, that team showed nothing but character this whole time. I mean, uh, there's no, uh, there's no hiding that uh, Bobrovsky is absolutely on fire right now, and he's he's keeping those guys in every game. So, whichever team does make it through between Dallas and Vegas, are going to have to find a way to to get in that guy's kitchen to to get anything going because if. If he does stay that hot, it could be trouble. Um, but I do feel like Vegas does have a team that could be, you know, you know, big, uh, big net front presence and keep it kind of the game simple, get a lot of shots. Um, but Dallas has been surprising me all playoffs. The fact that they, you know, won the last two and, and now they're going back at home is uh, is also showing a lot of character. So 
It's tough. And, and also for Florida, taking this kind of big break, is it, it can be like a double-edged sword sometimes. You know, it's, it's me being in playoffs this year. Sometimes you're like, you want to sweep a team, but at the same time, you're like, I don't know if I want this much time off from actual, you know, being game ready and, and being in game mode. It, it does affect you a little where you, you suddenly play a team that just came off a big win and they're just full of uh, adrenaline and, you know, still pumped from the last game and you're like, kind of have to find your mojo. And so... It'll be interesting to see, but Florida, Florida, I mean, they got some guys taking off some big, big roles right now that you would probably wouldn't have expected. And then, like I said, they got, uh, they got, they got guys like Montour back there who are, are you know, playing uh, above their heads. And then for best Boston, year of his career. It's, I think Montour it is. is capable of this consistently, Charlie, I, like a breakout year, but I don't think he's playing over his head. I think he's just realizing how good he could be. I'll yeah. tell you the freaking guys that are playing over their head. Gudas and Mahura and some of these yeah. depth defensemen. I've never seen them play this good. They've been, you know, Gudas in particular, he's not a fast skater. He is very lumbering in terms of his skating stride. He's yeah. not, he's obviously had penalty issues in the past. Very physical, can be positionally sound, but he's made some gaffes defensively many uh, this year and in the past. And I'm seeing him play like I've never seen before. Like he's putting his head down and negated a partial breakaway on a, uh, after coughing up the puck in the neutral zone in one of the games against Carolina, you got Mark Stahl, like he's drank from the fountain of youth here uh, for Florida. What they're, what they're getting out of him is incredible. Even Eric Stahl as well on this team. He's played well in that fourth line role. Matthew Kachuk and Bobrovsky are battling for the con Smythe at this point. One of them is going to get it. They've been sensational, but Barkov's been a shut down defensive center in these playoffs, shut down Matthews, shut down Ajo and Danachis in the last round. Uh, that's what you want out of your number one center. Uh, his offense wasn't there in the first two rounds, but he finally started, you know, finding the back of the net against Carolina. The depth forwards, Ryan Lomberg and your cool mint Lusterinans, and uh, all these guys are chipping in. Lindell, um, Nick Cousins scored a big goal for them, of course, in one of the games. I mean, they're just getting contributions everywhere uh, right now, this uh, Florida Panthers team, and that's why they are a dangerous team. And speaking of Florida, it's a segue because I want to mention that earlier today we did a uh, Patreon-exclusive We'll post it uh, probably later this afternoon with Brett Pepler, who is right there on the scene in Florida. That's where he lives now. Uh, and he's gone to a bunch of Panthers games, and he had a great insight on not only the team, but the atmosphere and what it's doing for hockey in Florida in terms of registrations for young kids and all that. Because he said some surprising shit that it's really making a difference, this run for the Florida Panthers down there uh, to the Stanley Cup Finals. So that's a great uh, bit, uh, interview we did with Brett. And we will post that on the uh, Patreon page for our members uh, later uh, today. Um, good stuff. Uh, Charlie, we'll be, uh, be back in just a second to do Vegas-Dallas. We'll talk game six uh, of the Western Conference Finals. It's coming up tonight. Shout out to everyone in the chat. Uh, hit the like button. Uh, we'll be back in just a moment. We'll talk Golden Knights stars, a huge game six in the Western Conference Finals in just a moment, right after we hear from Gramco. Support for the Ice Gas is brought to you by Gramco. Whether you or your team's game is on the field, Screen, racetrack, court, or the ice, Gramco is for the game. Grown by farmers who spent years developing premium hemp genetics, Gramco provides customers with consistent quality Delta 8 THC products ready for any occasion. Gramco currently offers numerous Delta 8 products, including vape cartridges, disposable vapes, pre-rolls, gummies, wake-and-bake coffee, and more. Gramco offers an enjoyable, legal high delivered discreetly and directly to you. Gramco is also available at many American retailers as well. 
You can get the best Delta 8 cannabis products on the market shipped quickly and discreetly from Gramco. And if you visit www.thegramco.com, use promo code ICEGUYS, you'll get 20% off of every order. And any order that's on the site over $50 will be shipped free with standard shipping. So live elevated with Gramco and check out their wonderful Delta 8 products today. All right, it is time to talk Game 6, uh, Western Conference Finals. It is Vegas and Dallas. Uh, the Stars minus 130, home favorites, 5.5 being the uh, total here in uh, Game 6. Uh, somehow, someway, Alex and I have some serious life now at the very least with Dallas to win the Western Conference. Uh, look, let, let's be real. We're not going to uh, hide from it. We thought it was over after Game 3 uh, of this uh, series, and yet here we are now, Game 4, and game five. And now it's very much on the table that Dallas can actually do this thing and come back and uh, win this series. Look at what the uh, Boston Celtics are attempting to do uh, in the NBA right now, uh, down three, nothing to the Miami heat in the Eastern conference finals. And they're playing game seven of their series tonight with a chance to make history and come back from three, nothing down. Dallas has a very real chance and they get, of course, their, albeit bonehead captain, uh, Jamie Ben. Uh, back uh, from his two-game suspension here uh, for this game. I was not at all thrilled with what he did, uh, of course, in that game. Selfish act, uh, and then no remorse or accountability after for doing what he did, just saying I was a landing spot for me. That's all it was on Mark Stone. Uh, I, I've, like I said, uh, Charlie, I've never seen a landing spot that includes driving a stick in the guy's head. Uh, I've never seen that as a landing spot known to man in my fucking life. It's just a, a joke of an excuse that he used to justify something that's unjustifiable. Uh, but nevertheless, he served his time out for two games, and he's back tonight. What I want to see, for, and Jamie Benn is probably going to have a hell of a game tonight. He's probably worth a look for a goal prop tonight, honestly. and Because so, you know he feels like, uh, he feels like shit, uh, and I'll say that. I know deep down inside it's not what he wanted. It's just he snapped in that moment and did that to Mark Stone. And he just lost his shit for just that second. There's instances, Charlie, right? I'll ask you. There's instances where someone is just, you're under your skin. They had given up a goal, right? They were down one nothing. He sees Mark Stone, their captain, and, and they got tangled up there. And maybe he said, I don't know if he said anything, but either way, they're, they're tangled up there. And he just drives the stick into his head area. It was just a lapse of judgment in a moment's instance where, the team's pissing you off. You want to beat them. It's their captain. Maybe he's getting under your skin uh, for various reasons on the ice, and you just lose it. You know, you just lose your mind just for that split second. You do something like that, and you're suspended for two games. I've seen many players do that in many different leagues, and I'm sure you've seen it before too. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's super easy to lose your cool out there. I, I kind of, I mean, I watch the play, and and you see you see Mark Stone on the back check, kind of just. Come, it's like it's not it's not like super late but it's like you know just like there's he could have just skated away but he rubs him off as as anyone would you know if you're in that situation you're you're hoping that a guy like jamie ben has that kind of reaction because then you know you're in his head and he, he hits him and then falls over and then the the cross checking happens and and yeah you can see that ben is just pissed off and and whatever had just happened you know they had just given up a goal and 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 or maybe the coaches, you know, you get there's so many factors out there. Maybe the coach is saying like, "Hey, you know, that was your guy. You got to pick him up." And then you're getting out there, and you're you're thinking about that, and all you're seeing is black. And the first guy that touches you, you just take it out on him. So, I mean, I've done it before. I did it in these playoffs this year. Everyone loses their cool at some point. There's no one that's perfect out there. 
no, there, and uh, that was definitely that was just a a, a bad bad moment for him. And but he's going to have a chance now. They've bailed him out by winning the last two games. That he's going to have a chance to get back on the ice. Could you imagine if they had not won Game Four and Game Five? And his last moment on the ice with his team as the captain is that just brutal decision to do that shit to Mark Stone? That would be awful. That would be a tough way to see your season end and your last moment on the ice. But they bailed him out. They won the last two games. He's back tonight. He'll probably have a hell of a game. As long as he plays between the whistles, which sometimes he doesn't. He does take that odd undisciplined penalty uh, every now and then. But he's physical. I, I like so much of his game, though, when he's got his head on straight. You know, when he's playing whistle to whistle, throwing the body around, he'll drop the gloves every now and then. I like, you know, he can score big goals for them. Uh, physical presence, all of that. But he's got to do it in between the whistles. And uh, I'm sure he knows he let his team down. He never admitted it, which still disappoints me. He didn't say, oh, you know, I'm sorry for what I did. And fucking uh, I let my team down. I got to be better than that. I will be better next time. He didn't say any of that. Just lame excuses. That's it. I, I, he didn't handle it well. But the way he can handle it now, is go on the ice and fucking play a hell of a game tonight. That's how you handle it and lead by example. Because I think Joe Pavelski has been captain 1B on this team because I think he's just as much a captain figure for the uh, Dallas Stars, uh, if not more than uh, Jamie Ben uh, Pavelski uh, and Hints and uh, uh, Jason Robertson, who is finally red hot again, found his offense. It's been pretty much scoring every game in this series. So certainly for Dallas, Ben props tonight. Robertson props. I mean, because they're Rhett Pavelski. It ha those have to be the top three tonight, in my opinion. Robertson, Ben, and Pavelski. Robertson's red hot. Pavelski just scores big goals and big games. That's all he does. It's, he's done it his whole career. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me to see him have a uh, an impact tonight. Robertson can't miss right now after not being able to put the puck in the ocean, you know, in the first two rounds. Now, all of a sudden, he can't miss for the uh, Dallas Stars. And Jamie Ben, because I think he's going to play like, like his hair is on fire uh, here tonight after uh, being suspended the last two games for the uh, Dallas Stars with Wyatt Johnston, a little sprinkle on his props too, because he's always a threat and he's always undervalued with his goal prop plus 300 again in that range. And even the point prop is a plus price for uh, him as well. So uh, lots to like there as far as props go. This is going to be more of a prop game for me than sides and totals. Um, as far as the full game, I'm, I'm not really in love with the, pregame over uh i kind of lean third period over an elimination game um but that's about it because vegas is talking about tightening up bruce cassidy ripped their defensive play last game saying too many high danger chances gary lawless wrote a great column covers the vegas golden knights he said in the first three games of the series that vegas won the average of high danger chances they allowed six per game do you know how many they allowed in game five 15 Plus yep. nine more high danger chances allowed to the Dallas Stars in game five. Well, that explains why Vegas didn't play well as well defensively. You're giving up the, the inside part of the ice. And Bruce Cassidy said it. We didn't do a good enough job ourselves getting to the inside part of the ice. And that was the big issue for them uh, in game five. Um, Aiden Hill has to be the guy. I know that goal that ended up being the game winner from Delandria was one he'd like to have back, but he made some incredible saves before that. Let's not forget that played, made some fucking amazing saves early in the third, the, the, the weak goal he gave up, but it also ticked off the stick of Petrangelo. Petrangelo, yeah, the puck hit Petrangelo's stick and kind of just slightly changed direction. So I, even then I'm willing to cut him some slack, Aiden Hill and because of the way he's played. 
in this series. So back to him. Ottinger was great the last game. It's always dangerous that Vegas has allowed Dallas back into the series when you've got a great goalie on the other side like him. Jake Ottinger, who is starting to really get his game back together again uh, in these last couple games. So I'm going to sprinkle on the draw again uh, here tonight with Vegas-Dallas. Another draw bet. Again, we've seen, what, of the six games, three of them, or of the five games, three of them go to overtime uh, here in this series. So I like the draw. Uh, I like those props on uh, uh, Dallas players that I mentioned, Ben um, uh, Johnston, and specifically Robertson, Pavelski, and Ben are my three favorites. And then on the Vegas side, look, my best bet was Jonathan Marsh so to get a point. Why would I stop betting that at this point? It, it's just been automatic what he's been able to do for the Vegas Golden Knights. He's really been their best and most uh, productive forward since the midway part of the uh, Edmonton Oilers series in the second round. And he's only minus 132 at FanDuel to get a point tonight. So I'm on that again. It's another great price. It's another bet that just keeps on cashing. The guy's got 11 points in the last seven playoff games. 11 points in the last seven playoff games. He's minus 132 to get a point tonight. It's another steal of a price, in my opinion, considering the production that Johnny Marcheseau is giving the Vegas Golden Knights, or as Jerry calls him, John Masserol. You know, he is absolutely on a great run right now uh, for Vegas. So those are my favorite props. I'll get to more in a bit, but I want to let Charlie and Alex have at it. Alex, we'll start with you. Game six, Vegas, Dallas. Yeah, I'm just kind of taking the same approach I did with the last game, going to look for that first period over uh, in game. So anything plus a dollar ten or better is what I'm shooting for, because right now you can, you can lay a dollar ten, lay a dollar fifteen uh, with that. And I think we see some scoring early, uh, and then we see it kind of maybe crater in the second period and maybe pick back up in the third. So that it, it's kind of tough, like I said, yeah, as far as the full game total, I don't really want anything to do with the five and a half. Just yeah, I want to you know try to attack the first period and and, and go from there. Uh, Jamie Ben score point. Uh, I saw minus a dollar fifteen earlier with that. I would lay lay that up to a dollar twenty five. Uh, I would go with that before a goal. I think he will be involved in some fashion. Like I say, definitely wants to make up for the transgressions uh, during the series. That'd be a way to do it by getting on the score sheet. So even if he just gets an assist, it would be uh, that would be helping out in a big way. So those are the two things I like in this game. It uh, looks like Michael Amadio, who we had a – we uh, I'll let Charlie know this. Michael Amadio is one of these players for the Vegas Golden Knights. Like, he just all of a sudden got an opportunity in the top six forward group. And when we bet player props in the NHL, we always say, take the guys that are going up the lineup to the second line or the top line because now they're playing with better players. Now they're going to have more ice time, more opportunity uh, to score goals and make an impact, and it's not reflected in the price with their player props uh, in, with the, each sports book and the betting markets, you're going to be able to get a bargain. And here's Amadio. Now it looks like he's going to be on the second line. He got back into the lineup the last game for Vegas. He's plus 500, you know, to score a goal tonight. That's worth a couple bucks putting it that on uh, Amadio here, as far as I'm concerned, because he's going to play on the second line for Vegas tonight with Riley Smith and William Carlson, still Eichel, Marcheseau and uh, Barbashev. Uh, on the uh, top line, that'll remain the same. I think Barbashev point prop is worth a look. He's had a great series as far as producing is concerned. Two goals, but more importantly, he's had five points in the five games in this series. Ivan Barbashev, close shave Barbashev for the uh, Vegas uh, Golden Knights. And to get a point, plus 115 uh, he is to get a point tonight at BetMGM. So it's a great, great value price there, Barbashev, to get a point. He's got five in this series. It's only plus 115. Uh, for him to get a point tonight. Charlie, what do you think here? Game six, is Vegas going to end it tonight, or does Dallas force a game seven? What do you think? 
Oh damn, that's 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 a million dollar question right there. Um, it's pretty challenging for us to answer that too, and we're the fucking professionals here, uh, handicappers. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. <laughs> they're they're going they're going into Dallas um, after winning, you know, the last two, which is obviously crazy. If they were, to, I mean, if Vegas doesn't put it away tonight, they are in trouble. That's all I'm going to say. So you you. Um, I can kind of tell you the attitude that Vegas is going, you know, it's always, they always say like a wounded dog is the most dangerous dog because it's, it's a, you know, someone who's kind of just playing with, you know, Dallas has almost nothing to lose. You know, they're just playing and you can tell in their game, they're just playing to, and they're putting everything out there. Well, you can see that Vegas's game, like you said, even it shows even in the stats where the, the scoring chances and, and, and I know their coach was saying like our teams at our best when, when, you know, our team, our teams at our best when our goalie doesn't need to make big saves because we just keep them to the outside and we don't give them much. And you can see in the last games, they, they, Vegas has kind of gotten away from that. And, and, and like you said, the scoring chances have doubled. So unless they tighten that up, which I'm sure they will, uh, to me, I don't see it being a, a very high scoring game. I think Vegas is going to do crazy amount of video until, you know, until the game is there. And they're going to they're gonna look into what they really need to, to correct and, and, and what they need to work on. I'm going to say Dallas because they're at home and because Jamie Ben is back. And like you said, I think he's, he's due for a hell of a game after what he did and, and, and knowing Jamie Ben's character and, and the player he can be, or the impact player he can be. I, 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 like I said, if I was a betting man, I would definitely be putting my money on him. I, he needs to show something. And, and, and after the team keeping him in, uh, in the last two games, winning that for him, I think he he needs to put up a hell of a game just to show Dallas that he, he's you know he's the real deal. So I'm going to say Dallas tonight. And Dallas then, Stars, and then, there you go. Yeah, I'm going to go Dallas. But going into Vegas, coming back from oh man, that's tough. You're going to play away after that. That's going to be a whole new conversation for you guys. But they just come back from three games, so you got to think momentum-wise, it's crazy at that point. There's an argument, though. Does Ben – it's crazy to say this, right? He's the captain. We know he's a good player. When he's on his game, he's a great player. He helps them. He's, they're better with Jamie Ben when he's on his game and not doing stupid shit like he did uh, in game three. But there's that argument where they've actually won two games without him. Now he's coming yeah. back. Does he upset the apple cart? Does he throw off chemistry? Does he throw off rhythm that's yeah. developed here with the Dallas Stars? I guess we'll find out tonight. And that combined with the fact, I think Vegas is thoroughly desperate. Their desperation level's going up. Because you're right, I don't think they've their desperation level's nearly been at Dallas's level the last two games. Just because they haven't been... When they finished off Edmonton, and they sent McDavid and Dreisaitl, arguably the two best players in the world right now, packing, they did it by shutting off the middle of the ice, shutting off the loose pucks in front of their goaltender. You know, they didn't let Edmonton get the second and third chances at those loose pucks in front of the net. They didn't. They shut it off with just tenacious, tight defensive coverage, the likes of which we did not see from Vegas in game five that they lost the other night. I think now that's the little wake-up call now that they've lost two in a row. Dallas has kind of got their foot back into the series now through in the door that now is the night you're going to see Vegas step up their defensive game. You know, be harder in that front of the net, uh, win those puck battles, make sure they don't get those second chances. And that's why Dallas, for as well as they played the last two games, they're probably going to have to play even better tonight if they're going to extend the uh, series. Because I think Vegas will come back with a very uh, strong effort here tonight in game six and a little more urgency 
uh, to close out the series. By the way, with the Ben props, I'm probably going to go with the three, all three of them here. As far as the point prop is minus 116 at FanDuel for Jamie Ben. The goal prop, look, plus 290 at FanDuel uh, for uh, Jamie Ben to score a goal tonight, which is a great price. And the assist prop is plus 164. So you could do, you know, I think you could go two and one with those potentially. Uh, and even if you hit the goal prop, you're going to be profitable. Uh, plus 290, one, you go one and two, but the only bet that hits with Jamie Ben's props is the goal prop at plus 290. You're going to make money with those three bets. So uh, definitely, I think it's uh, he, it just fits that he is going to be just a bull in a china shop tonight. You know, he's going to want to make an impact in the worst way. He knows he owes this team for his dumbass mistake. And that's what it was in, in game three. Uh, and I think he's definitely going to go above and beyond as the captain, this is, uh, you'd like to think that's the kind of effort you're going to get uh, from Jamie Ben here tonight uh, in this game. No lineup changes really for Dallas either. They're going to, they've got a winning lineup other than Ben coming in. The question is who's going to go out for them tonight. And I, that's the million dollar question. Sean McDonough said during the game on Saturday night that Ty Delandria, believe it or not, might've been a candidate prior to game five to come out of the lineup in favor of Jamie Ben, but he just scored two goals in game five. So that ain't happening now. There's absolutely no way Ty Delandry is coming out of the lineup now after he scored the two goals that gave them the win in game five. So who is it going to end up being? It probably is going to be Freddie Olofsson, and it's starting to look like that's who it's going to be. Uh, Frederick Olofsson is the guy that's going to end up scratched in favor of Jamie Ben's return tonight. So uh, that's the uh, current lineup that I see at Rotowire. So looks like Olofsson's going to be the guy that uh, ends up coming out of the lineup tonight for the uh, Dallas Stars. It's going to be a great game. I'm definitely looking forward to seeing it. Uh, and uh, definitely look. And by the way, if there's a game seven, we will have a betcast on Wednesday night. So make sure you join us for a live betcast Wednesday night for game seven. If there is one, we will have one. Uh, so we're looking forward to that. Always fun. Uh, but again, we'll wait and see first what transpires tonight in game six with the Golden Knights and the Stars. Uh, great stuff with Alex P. Smith and our guest, uh, Charlie Soro. We'll be back to wrap up the show. Reminder, patreon.com slash guys. Just $10 a month. Goalie charts, totals, charts, power ratings, daily Ice Guys show betting card, and tons of Patreon-exclusive content, including the interview I did earlier today with Brett Pepler. We'll get that posted on the site. Great stuff about the Florida Panthers run. Uh, make sure you check that out and more. Patreon.com slash guys. Just $10 a month. Also, check out the Ice Guys store, iceguys.myspreadshop.com. We've got caps, we've got t shirts, we've got hoodies, we got stuff for the summer. we got everything you need. So, check it out the Ice Guys store. That's iceguys.myspreadshop.com. All right, best bets and wrapping up the show in just a moment, right after we hear from Manscaped. Support for the Ice Guys is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the waist grooming. Their products are precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the promo code ICEGUYS. That's promo code I-C-E-G-U-Y-S at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, it's about 14 million balls that you can preserve. The Performance Package 4.0 is the complete accessory package to take care of everything that is required. You've got, of course, the Lawnmower 4.0, takes care of your facial hair, uh, and among other things, uh, you've got, of course, the Weed Whacker. I'm approaching 40. Nose hair has become a major issue. It pisses the hell out of me. I need to take care of that shit, and the Weed Whacker can help you do that. 
both of these products waterproof and a 4000k led spotlight for a more precise shave and you'll also be able to take care of those delicate areas with the ball toner with the ball deodorant keep you smelling good looking good and feeling good down in the nether regions this complete performance package 4.0 will take care of everything for you for all you guys out there and it's courtesy of our good friends at manscape.com so get 20 percent off and free shipping with the promo code ice guys at manscape.com that's 20 percent off with free shipping at manscape.com and use promo code ICEGUYS. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. All right. It's a huge game six. It's best bet time. Alex, uh, what do you got? Yeah, I mean, Jimmy Ben's got to make up for the shit he did in game three. And uh, getting on, on the score sheet would be a, a huge way to do that. So taking a shot, laying it with uh, Jimmy Ben to get a point minus $1.15. That's going to be my best bet here for game six. All right, and a good price with that as well. Jamie Ben point minus 115 uh, for tonight for game six. Best bet for Alex B. Smith. Uh, Charlie Soro, great stuff. Uh, awesome. Great to have you on the uh, show. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. hope you had fun. And uh, what do you – Best bet for you, if you had one, what would it be tonight, game six? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I agree with uh, Alex on this one. I'm going to go, I'd say Jamie Benn uh, needs to prove something to his team and, and why he's wearing the C. Uh, and I, 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 like I said, I like uh, I like Dallas because why not, right? You want to, I'd love to see a game seven from that kind of comeback. So I'd go with those two for sure. <laughs> All right, good stuff indeed. Uh, liking uh, the Jamie, and you know what? To what Alex said and what you just said, liking Jamie Ben point prop. Uh, I think Dallas props are an even better bet tonight than Dallas money line. Quite honestly, I mean, I think it's better to dabble in a few props than uh, the minus one thirty uh, here in this game. That way, if Jamie Ben scores and gets a point, uh, Pavelski scores or gets a point, um, you know, Robertson, same thing. You know, you could cash those bets even if they lose the game which still could happen. Um, so I think the it's even better to maybe look at some of those props. And as far as shots on goal props, I'll have some builders. I don't like betting straight, you know, shots on goal props at this stage of the uh, playoffs, but you can put, you know, a, a bunch of stars because they're the team that's facing elimination again. And I like Aiden Hill saves over again. I should have mentioned that. 100% I'm back on that prop again. Uh, Aiden Hill over saves is cash now t- twice in a row that I've bet it. Game uh, three, uh, or sorry, game four and game five. So I am back on Aiden Hill over saves tonight uh, in this game. Uh, and it's uh, 29 and a half. They've adjusted it up a little bit, but still over 29 and a half saves for Aiden Hill because I think Dallas will be shooting the puck quite a bit, just like they did in game four uh, and in game five. So uh, definitely liking that. As far as best bet for me here tonight, it's a tough call. Uh, that Ben calls a really good one. Um, it certainly... Um, Pavelski to get a goal is tempting to me. Um, I'm just thinking which one I prefer. Um, I'm, I'm going to take a shot with Pavelski to get a goal uh, at plus 194 at FanDuel. Uh, he is just the guy that I find is the guy that finds a way to make an impact in these big games, team-facing elimination. He's a big-time playoff performer, so I'm going to go with that. Another Look, I cashed the player prop best bet on Saturday with Marcia So to get a point, which I like again tonight, by the way. But I'll diversify things a bit tonight and we'll go with Joe Pavelski plus 194 uh, anytime goal scorer tonight for the uh, Dallas Stars 
uh, for my best bet. Uh, great stuff and a great show. Thanks to everyone for joining us. Hit the like button on the way out. Charlie, just some final words from you before we uh, say goodbye. Yeah, I mean, uh, thanks for having me, guys. Um, I completely forgot to mention when you were asking about names uh, of guys I played with. I was thinking only OHL, but Shea Theodore, Montour, all those guys, William Carlson, are all guys I played with. There you go. <laughs> so yeah, so kind of don't don't want those guys to ever see the show. I'm like, man, he played with me. I'm playing in the playoffs right now. <laughs> and then you yeah. picked Dallas tonight. Yeah, and they, they I picked Dallas. Yeah. A couple of them. Yeah, yeah. They might not be happy about that, but who doesn't want to see a game seven, right? So, well, if they see the show, it won't be because I send the link to them or anything like okay, that. Okay, it's so perfect. There you go. Yeah, they'd have to stumble upon it themselves, and uh, uh, we're gonna take the chance they don't. Uh, at the end yeah. of the uh, day, but uh, great stuff, Charlie. Uh, Charlie Soro, follow him on Twitter, by the way, at Soro12. Uh, uh, he'll be playing overseas once again uh, this uh, fall, uh, and then hopefully another championship season uh, on the way. That would be great. That's certainly the plan, right? That would be awesome, yeah. <laughs> no doubt. Uh, nothing better than winning a championship for sure. Uh, great stuff. No show tomorrow. Obviously, no game. We'll be back on Wednesday at uh, 2 p.m. Eastern for another edition of the uh, Ice Guys very potentially Jared Allen is going to be joining us on the show Wednesday. And he played with the LA Kings way back uh, in the uh, day, uh, early 2000s. He's doing a lot of off-ice uh, post-retirement stuff now. So he's likely on us on the show on Wednesday. Uh, we will have a show Wednesday because that's already scheduled. So we will have that show Wednesday regardless of whether there's a Game 7 with Vegas, Dallas. If there's no Game 7, we'll just talk Stanley Cup Final. Uh, and start to get ready for that on uh, Wednesday's show at 2 p.m. Eastern. So great stuff. Hit the like button. Betcast schedule to, to be announced. We're waiting to see how this game goes tonight before we uh, confirm that. So thanks to everyone for joining us. A reminder, the Ice Guys is live Monday to Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, Saturday, noon Eastern. If you can't watch the show live, download the Ice Guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms. For Alex B. Smith, for our special guest, Charlie Soro, I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Monday. Enjoy the rest of your Memorial Day. And we will talk to you on Wednesday for another edition of the Ice Guys presented by National Hockey Now.